Hello everyone, my name is Aditya Kumaran and you're listening to the Mind on Caffeine podcast. So in this episode, I want to talk about one of my favorite TV shows, uh, Brick and Morty, and uh, break down one of uh, the most interesting concepts that I've uh, had the pleasure of researching and discussing with a lot of different people throughout the years. And uh, this idea and concept is of nihilism. So before I get into the breakdown, I want to kind of give you guys a bit of background as to what nihilism is and uh, what Rick and Morty as a show itself is. To put it simply, nihilism is a viewpoint that says that traditional values and beliefs are unfounded and their existence is senseless and useless. And in a way, uh, the existence of human life itself is meaningless. So um, for those of you who've not really watched Rick and Morty so far or you've heard of it and you've not really come around to seeing it or you've not actually really heard about it before, uh, it's a show about this genius mad scientist and his grandson and um, the interactions that he has with his family. Uh, I mean, he does a lot of really different things in this entire show. He time travels, he's uh, fighting aliens, he's helping aliens murder diplomats. Uh, it It's all over the place, the entire show itself, but uh, it has a core meaning that it really tries to bring through in each and every episode of um, of the show. At the core of the show, there exists um, a struggle with meaninglessness. And this is a very crucial part of the of the sheer scale of this uh, of the universe of, of which Rick and Morty live in. And uh, because not only is their universe um, enormous, but it, it is also portrayed as having infinite dimensions and having infinite realities in those infinite dimensions. And it, it in a way shows us um, through their exploits how fragile and short-lived our existence is, and uh, which is a very scary thing to look at. And I think the idea that the creators were looking at when um, they set the scale of the universe uh, of the show is that they didn't want to show us um, a sense of meaninglessness or, um, or cause a form of hopelessness in, in the viewers, but to in a way cause a redirection of meaning towards what existence is because let's face it um i think uh, we as humans have this deep rooted desire uh within us uh, that we are in a way some somehow going to fulfill um an existential purpose and uh, i think that has extended through history the idea that uh, we exist for a purpose and uh, our existence means something there's a very crucial moment in the show which um, I think in a way addresses this um, earning for an existential purpose uh, in, in, I would say, the most uplifting yet very cynical way. So on an episode um, during the first season of the show, I think it is Rick's team minute, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Summer, who's the granddaughter of Rick, uh, finds out that she's an unwanted pregnancy and uh, she goes through this um, extreme moral dilemma where where she wants to find a purpose for her existence and um, she's packing up her bag, she wants to leave the house, she wants to do something different. And uh, Morty comes up to her and he gives her, I think, an equally unsettling experience uh, that he had gone through when he arrived in that reality uh, about him having to bury his own self from that reality in the backyard um, he points out the place where he had actually buried his um, you know his alter version of himself and he tells uh, summer these um, i think these ex- very crucial lines uh, define a lot of things in the show and every morning summer i eat breakfast 20 yards away from my own rotting corpse 
So, you're not my brother? I'm better than your brother. I'm a version of your brother you can trust when he says don't run. Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's gonna die. Come watch TV. While this is an exceptionally dark moment, it contains a lot of comforting messages. Um, it, it is very devastating to think that we aren't created for some special purpose. Uh, there's not really any particular meaning to our existence. Uh, but, you know, to Rick and Morty, that has been the case for a long time period. Uh, they've been living in these different realities. They've been jumping through different realities, fighting aliens, fighting different versions of themselves. And uh, in a way, they try to convey, I think, uh, the message that they want to show us is, why do you want to get depressed over finding an existential purpose or a meaning when life is full of different things to enjoy? Because once you confront all the randomness in this universe, the only option that you have is actually to find importance in the stuff that is right in front of you. And uh, Rick and Morty as a show itself particularly tells us that uh, friends, family and doing what you enjoy is far more important than the unsolvable questions about existence. In the words of uh, Albert Camus, uh, once absurdity is recognized, it becomes a passion. The most harrowing of all individuals should embrace the absurdity of human existence while also definitely continuing to explore and search for meaning. Uh, so I think that is what the show also tries to convey, that uh, there's never going to be an end for the search for existential meaning. But uh, it asks the question, is it really something that is important? when there are so many other things that are happening in life where you could be actually having fun. And uh, in a way, the show through Rick C137, who we follow for you know most of the episodes, uh, there are a couple of episodes where it is highly debated that uh, it is not actually the main Rick and Morty that we're following, but a different version of themselves. You see, Rick C137 understands the meaninglessness of existence and it clearly bothers him throughout the show. And you see it in a lot of different situations that he faces um you know being the most genius person in the entire multiverse he is still uh, a rambling alcoholic that has so many different issues and um, he finds it difficult to keep relationships he finds it difficult to care about people and uh, in, in a way for someone who he's someone who thinks that there is no meaning to any form of connection Yet, when he is with his family, he forms these incredible bonds. And uh, even though he doesn't really show it on most occasions, it clearly comes out on a lot of different scenarios that he faces. You see, the uh, I think the coping mechanism that Rick C-137 adapts to deal with this uh, question of meaninglessness is actually, uh, in his case, at least science. And um, he uses science as a form of outlet and it allows him to have these incredible adventures uh, make himself laugh and bond with his grandkids indeed you know science does help uh, find an existential purpose but it doesn't really offer a lot of explanation or any agreeable absolute meaning to the existence of life and uh, you know rick c137 knows that uh, he is He's better off using science as a means to explore uh, the wonders of space and to find out new different things, have new experiences with the people that he cares about. 
this is clearly shown um, in one episode where I think this is the last episode of season one and also it continues on to the first episode of season two is when Summer and Morty throw a party at the house. They get transported to it. They get the house transported to a different dimension. And before their parents come back, they have to clean up the entire house, the entire mess that they've created. And uh, Rick, to help them, freezes time so that they can clean up before their parents enter the house and they don't get into trouble. And during this time period, we see that Rick actually has frozen time for six months, um, way longer than what it would take for them to actually clean up the house. Uh, Rick has a very, I would say, a catchphrase that he uses a lot of time. It goes, uh, And uh, one of the characters in the show who is only referred to as Bird Person uh, tells Summer that uh, the catchphrase that Rick says, In my people's tongue, it means, I am in great pain. Please help me. So uh, during these six months that he spends with his grandkids, you see that he has a lot of fun moments in life. He enjoys it. He takes it in a very lighthearted way. And during the end, uh, towards the end of this part where he's going to unfreeze time, um, his grandkids ask him what his catchphrase is at that time period. And um, he switches it from his usual catchphrase to I love my grandkids and I believe that uh, the point the show tries to make is that um, Rick who is a man who finds meaning in almost nothing um, ends up being the happiest when he is with his family and friends and uh, you know most of our lives I think we filter our actions through the idea that we have a special purpose to our existence and it is hard to accept that our efforts are largely pointless and will be, I would say, forgotten in, in our very indifferent universe. I think this um, search for a higher purpose to our existence, uh, it often blinds us from what is right in front of us and it in a way stops us from enjoying these lot of um, fun moments that we could be having and fun memories we could be making with, uh, with the people in our lives. I think in this day and age, um, religion, science, ideology, morals, I don't think any of this can actually provide us with a meaning to our existence. And uh, I think through Rick and Morty, uh, what the show tells us is that the search for a higher purpose or the search for an existential meaning is not in any way coming to an end. Um, I mean, it is still going to keep going on. It, it is still going to keep us up at night. Uh, on these uh, solemn occasions uh, but what it tells us is um, to revel in what we have now that uh, a meaningful life can be pursued through uh, your friends your families and uh, you know new experiences that you have in your life and uh, what the show I think asks is is this question of um, finding a higher purpose of existential meaning is something really worth answering and of course, you know, truly, I think the one thing that is more terrifying than um, not existing or existing and not knowing the purpose of your existence is actually having no one to share your existence with. So I'll catch you next Sunday with a new episode and a new breakdown on the Mind on Caffeine podcast. Thank you for listening.